Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is about the book of Ecclesiastes. It's actually one of my favorite books of the Bible for its candor, its, its um, subversiveness, its, its wisdom. Uh, it's a sh- short little 12-chapter book, which if you want to Google it, I often read at BibleGateway.org. Um, takes about 20-30 minutes uh, to read in, in one sitting. Uh, but it has these famous opening lines, Vanity of Vanities, All is vanity. At least that's the King James rendering of it. More modern translations would say um, everything is pointless. Um, And what the author is getting at, the the sort of personified author is is King Solomon, but uh, probably was written quite a bit later than that time. Uh, Ecclesiastes is serving uh, as a as a counter voice, if you will, there are, there are certain parts of Scripture that uh, seem to portray God and humanity as in this uh, reward punishment relationship. That that things are very black and white. If you are righteous, God will bless you. If you are wicked or do things that harm others or yourself or God's creation, you you will be cursed. Uh, you, you you will not get what you want. So on and so forth. Uh, this sort of very clean view of the world. Uh, and so, if suffering is happening to you, then it must be because of something you did. Uh, and in turn, if things are going well for you, it must be because of your virtue, because of your 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 righteous actions. Um, Ecclesiastes comes in and and really pushes back against that. And there are many other voices that do so. Lamentations is another. The Book of Job. Uh, the Bible is more a cacophony of voices than it is a, a uniformity uh, speaking in one voice. It's is the breadth of the human experience, and Ecclesiastes comes in as a breath of fresh air. I would say, uh, especially in our in our modern times. You may also have heard of Ecclesiastes if you know the song by the Birds in the '60s, uh, "Turn, Turn, Turn." Uh, I won't sing it for you, but uh, you've probably heard it. It's it's essentially uh, chapter three, verses one through eight. Um, to everything, turn, 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 there is a season, time to be born, time to die, time to plant, time to pluck up what is planted, time to be silent, time to speak, uh, time to embrace, time to refrain from embracing, uh, so on and so forth. Um, so Ecclesiastes gets gets pulled into popular culture here and there, gets pulled into poetry, into movies, into novels at times. Um, but I, what I really want to hone in on are, are a couple of pieces of wisdom that have blessed me and I think will bless you too. Uh, but first, let me just say... This is the fourth of our our five-part series uh, touching on the so-called forgotten books of the Bible. Uh, We looked at Song of Songs, then we looked at Ruth. Last week we looked at Lamentations, and and today we're going to look at Ecclesiastes. We'll do one more next week on the book of Esther. Uh, So a couple things about about Ecclesiastes. Kohelet, as as the writer is is known, or the the preacher, or the gatherer, uh, asks the question at the beginning of the book, and it's the central question of the book. Uh, he asks, "What do people gain from all the work that they work so hard at under the sun?" 
And here, this this term gain is is an economic term that refers to the sort of net profit of a business once all expenses have been accounted for. Uh, and so, this question ha- definitely has an economic angle to it, but it's it's viewing our lives in economic terms and saying, you know, if 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 our lives are a balance sheet, uh, what will the profit be left over when all is said and done? Said and done when when we when we die someday, what what will continue on? What is a life of virtue? What is a life of meaning, of purpose? And so he, he sort of explores uh, throughout the book um, saying, well, uh, would it be a gain if I could, um, you know, make lots of money? Would it be a gain if I could pick up lots of wisdom? Uh, would it be a gain if I could, um, you know, have all these things and have all these friends and have all this fame? Um, and basically, <laughs> Kohelet comes back to us again and again and says, you know, there is just futility in, in the, the human striving. Uh, there are injustices of human life that are so profoundly unfair and so disconnected from the decisions people make. Um, and what else does he get into here? He, he invites us to let go of, of illusions um, that, that we can control anything uh, but the present moment. Um, he invites us to live faithfully in, in the face of death. Um, and really what he comes back to, the, the main thing I want to say about Ecclesiastes is he's, he's basically reminding us that so much of life is random, uh, so much of it is not connected to, oh, I worked really hard, I deserve X, Y, and Z. Sometimes, you know, sometimes shit hits the fan <laughs> and, and things do not go the way that, that we uh, expected or that we deserved. And yet, here we are. So what are we going to do with it? Uh, and so the, the wisdom that Ecclesiastes keeps coming back to is saying, yeah, it's really hard to preserve anything in this world. Uh, we can't guarantee anything in the future. All we can do, the wisest thing we can do is enjoy the moment that we're in. Enjoy the food, enjoy the drink, enjoy the company, enjoy the work, uh, enjoy the season of life we're in, even if it's hard, even if it's confusing, even if at times it's, it's maddening. He's saying that that is the piece of wisdom I'm going to offer you and that he keeps coming back to again and again that that we don't so much have a gain. Remember that economic term we talked about, but instead toward the end of the book, he starts to shift in saying, um, so I perceive that there was nothing better for human beings but to enjoy what they do because, as he puts it, that's their share in life. which is more of a, a kind of temporary thing. You can only enjoy this share in, in the moment you're experiencing it. Sometimes we're so fretful about the past and worried about the future. You know, we miss the gift uh, that is the present moment, the only moment we can really, uh, you know, have agency over. And so Ecclesiastes, friends, I, I think has such wisdom to offer us uh, in and helping us look at what we can control, which isn't very much, but it is something, and to focus on the present moment as the only thing we can enjoy. You know, as I look at Ariane and I's life right now, there's so much goodness and so much joy, and there's you know a lot of pain. There's a lot of just physical exhaustion with raising young children and and figuring out um, how to be most faithful to what God has given us. And instead of seeing that as a burden uh, for us to just say, "Wow, look at this day. We've never seen this one before." Or what what's going to happen in this moment? How can I be be faithful to to the gifts I've been given to this moment I've been given? 
And so Ecclesiastes friends would would remind us to to live life simply and and cheerfully and and lovingly, not not as a way of of denying death. That's another main theme of the book we didn't really get into, um, but precisely as a way of making meaning in in the face of a of a life uh, that will someday end uh, in this on this side of the shore. Knowing that life is fleeting, Ecclesiastes invites us to enjoy the moments we are given, to, to, to love the people we love, the people right in front of us, to, to enjoy the work we do, even if at times it's monotonous and uh, difficult. Ecclesiastes reminds us to eat good food and, and drink good wine and savor even the stupid little pointless moments because that is our share in life. It is all a gift, and we, we don't know what's coming around the pike tomorrow. Ultimately, all, all we have is right now, and all we can focus on and actually influence is right now. So friends, I hope that message is a gift to you as it's been a gift to me. It was a gift to the folks uh, who met for the class I taught a couple of weeks ago. Ecclesiastes has, has so much to offer us today. Uh, sort of a cynical, candid, uh, but also refreshingly honest take on life and its meaning and the place of faith to help us channel our attention into the present moment and view it as the amazing gift that it is. Friends, uh, you are loved and never alone. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedify at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.